if you are going to follow a plant-based or a vegan diet, you really need to know what your issues actually are. And just burying your head in the sand, putting your fingers in your ears and going la 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 doesn't solve anything. Hi guys and welcome to another episode of the Meat Medic Podcast. Now in today's episode I am going to be doing another Reddit review because a lot of my comments on YouTube have been asking for them after the last one. So thank you guys for commenting on those videos. It really does actually help out the channel. Um, and if you like this one let me know in the comments. So today we are going to be talking about fuck ignorant doctors. Uh, a vegan gets schooled by other vegans, including a medical student and other doctors. So this one's going to be quite interesting, actually. Um, so basically, here is the Reddit thread. So as the title says, fuck ignorant doctors. Please excuse my language. Now, this is the article on Reddit, not my words. <laughs> Although, to be fair, I'm not sure I necessarily disagree <laughs> with ignorant doctors uh, not being the best. Um, okay, so let's just read this thread. So, okay, this is quite a funny one, actually. I read this already earlier. Um, this is a rant. I'm just reading the thread now. So, fuck ignorant doctors. This is a rant. I also love my doctor because she is a DO. And uh, that's, uh, yeah, in America. And is young and keeps up with recent medical consensus. Um, I didn't even blink when I mentioned I was vegan, besides asking if I could take any supplements. I've met far too many people who seem to think they quote unquote need animal products because their doctor said so. I just found out my coworker is basically vegan, eats temper for most meals, but is allergic to soy brackets, but can have it in fermented forms, close brackets, and also eats animal products due to advice from their doctor. I don't want to press them for details or anything yet, but it's so frustratingly common. And I hope maybe we can discuss this further to see if the doctor is just talking shit. Uh, now this was on the R vegan and I don't, I don't troll in the vegan forums, you know, I'm not into that, but this actually came up on my Reddit, just like, you know, my, my notifications. Cause I look at some diet and nutrition stuff and I saw this article and I thought, you know what, I'm going to read this because this is going to be quite interesting. And I mean, first of all, okay, let's just, let's just, you know, dissect this a little bit. Um, so, uh, this person's a, uh, their doctor is a DO. That's a naturopathic, uh, is it naturopathic doctor or chiropractic doctor? I think, uh, yeah, chiropractic doctor maybe in the, in the U S um, which is a legit thing in the U S um, the rest of the world chiropractic is a bit suspicious sometimes, uh, but in America it is a, it is a legit thing. Um, she's young. Okay. I find that's neither here nor there. Some young doctors are terrible, some old doctors are amazing, and vice versa. Um, keeps up with recent medical consensus. Well, if they really were keeping up with medical consensus, they'd probably know vegan diet's bullshit, but anyway. Um, didn't even blink when I mentioned I was vegan. I mean, that's your first mistake. They really should have actually said, well, okay, let's talk about it then. Let's talk about your nutritional deficiencies and what's going to be having issues. Uh, let's talk about the fact that you're actually eating a diet which is actually completely devoid of nutrition and is actually lacks the basic nutrition for human survival and whether or not that's actually a good thing to be promoting and eating. But anyway, that's probably what they should have said. Um, and asking if I took any supplements. Well, that is actually pretty fucking clever because anyone should know, especially a vegan, should bloody well know this, that your diet is basically crap sorry, I'm, you know, a bit incensed by this already, um, and that you're actually nutritionally deficient pretty much straight out of the box on a vegan diet. So yeah, you should kind of know that, that that's an issue. And this doctor actually is very good because they're asking you about supplements. Uh, they then go on to say, I've met far too many people who seem to think they quote unquote need, in air quotes, 
animal products because their doctors said so. Now, that's because doctors are genuinely clever people and they know that a diet that is devoid of basic human nutrition is probably not going to be good for you on the whole. Probably going to be some issues with it. Maybe having a little bit of animal products that we've been eating for the last million years or so, maybe longer than that, might not actually be bad. Anyway, let's move on. We'll come back to all this stuff. This is just, it's a funny one. I'm going to get a bit angry, I can tell already, but it's kind of funny. All right. I just found out my coworker is basically vegan. Uh, what's basically vegan? I'm not sure what that is about. Uh, eats temper for most meals, but is allergic to soy. Probably a good thing. Soy is garbage. Um, can eat it in fermented forms. So that's probably better to have natto, but still not my preference. Um, also eats animal products due to advice from their doctor. That is probably a good thing. Animal products are good for us on the whole. They're very, very good. I don't want to press them for details or anything yet. Okay, why are you getting involved in your coworker's life? Number one, butt the fuck out. <laughs> like, seriously, it's got nothing to do with you. Like, who the hell cares what you're eating or what your colleague is eating? Leave them to it. Your coworker probably doesn't want you hassling them in the coffee room about what they're eating. Get it into your thick head. Like, nobody wants your advice. <laughs> Stop interfering in people's lives. Number number one. Number two. Why don't you want to talk to about talk to them about it? If you want to talk to them, go talk to them. They'll probably tell you to f off. I would. But if you want to talk to them, like you know, talk to them. Is it the fear that you're going to get shut down because you're basically an idiot? Um, okay, let's carry on. It's so frustratingly common, and I hope maybe we can discuss this further to see if the doctor is just talking shit. I mean, look straight away, like this. Host is just like an angry, you know, fuck ignorant doctors. Yeah, look, this is just like an angry person post straight off the bat. But what I thought, I read this and I thought it was actually really interesting because lower down, like there's a lot of like, we'll get, we'll get into the article in a moment, but there's a lot of just like, doctors are shit, vegans amazing, rah, 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 like chest beating from vegans, you know. And um, actually lower down in the article, there's actually a couple of med students that answer, or they say they're med students because I'm not you know, checking them or anything, but they say they're med students, a couple of doctors, a couple of other vegans basically saying, look, dude, wind your fucking head in. You're an idiot. Calm the F down. Um, okay, let's just have a little look here. So, uh, but down into the comments, my cardiologist said the opposite. He was enthusiastic and very encouraging about a vegan diet. Uh, he also pushed weed gummies, which often have gelatin. Okay. So a doctor that's pushing weed gummies onto people is also pushing a vegan diet. That's pretty much a red flag. Um, his recommendation was also to wind down with weed over booze. Yeah, mm, like possibly cannabis is better than booze. I mean, look, I'm not encouraging drug taking. YouTube, please do not ban me. Um, but medicinal cannabis, look, we can talk about medicinal cannabis, um, has its role, I'm sure. But um, anyone doctor that's suggesting pushing weed gummies is probably not the best doctor anyway. Uh, and then, of course, the typical vegan saying, oh, I wish more vegan, you know, physicians were vegan, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Uh, there's a guy at work who has serious heart issues. He's apprehensive to taking the meds. Uh, I know it's because of his diet. That's probably very, very true. I think that much we can agree on. Uh, and I know the doctors are telling him to go vegan. Do you? Do you know that? Really? Are you in the consultations with your coworker who has serious heart issues, who doesn't take his medications, who probably barely goes to the appointments anyway, and is probably not bringing along his random coworker with him. Eh, you know the doctors are telling him to go vegan, or you just assume they are because you're a vegan. 
Um, another one went vegan so he could stop taking his meds and his doctor was 100% on board and helped him wean off the meds. Yeah, I think anyone that's like basically got heart serious heart issues that their doctor is basically taking them off all their medications and is 100% on board with that probably isn't the best doctor as well, to be perfectly honest. Now, I'm a big deprescriber. I'm, I love deprescribing, but you know, there's limitations to that. You can't just like stop everybody's medications. So any doctor that's suggesting you just stop all the medications, probably not the best doctor either. Uh, blah, blah, blah. A little bit about weed. I'm not going to talk about that because YouTube will ban me, uh, et cetera. Okay. I just want to go down. So, um, so let's have a look, a little look at this comment. My family doctor to talking about my teenage son. Make sure he's taking iron and calcium supplements if he's not getting these necessary nutrients by eating meat and drinking milk. Now, to be honest, that is actually quite sensible. Anyone that knows anything about iron knows that heme iron, which is from animal products, is actually a lot more bioavailable than non-heme iron, which is from plants. Non-heme iron also requires quite large amounts of vitamin C, excuse me, vitamin C to actually be absorbed into the body properly. Whereas heme iron generally doesn't really require any vitamin C, as far as I'm aware, anyway, or any real particularly big amount. Um, calcium supplements, uh, again, from milk, calcium, like full of milk is a very, very nutritious meal, full of, full of calcium, full of riboflavin. I actually have my raw milk here with me, my Cleopatra's bath milk that I'm drinking there. Raw milk, uh, absolutely amazing. Raw milk is great. Uh, but do, if you are going to drink that, you know, drink with caution. It's not pasteurized, uh, which is why I drink it. Um, so actually this is pretty sensible advice, but then of course the, the vegan in this comment says, why are his iron and calcium levels low in his blood test? Doctor dot, dot, dot. And of course, everyone then saying the doctor's a fucking idiot. Well, actually no. And this Matt master, she master chief is saying, you know, preventative care is what you get when you have universal hair care, uh, healthcare, sorry, <laughs> the doctor is doing their job properly. You numbskull. Yeah, look, that is actually pretty true. This doctor is saying you shouldn't actually just be relying on a blood test. Blood tests do not tell you everything. Anyone that is relying on a blood test to tell them if they're healthy or not actually knows nothing about biology, nothing about nutrition, nothing about human physiology. And they're really just focusing on the wrong things and they're using it as a tool that is inappropriate. Um, so you cannot rely on blood tests to tell you if you are healthy or not. You cannot rely on blood tests to tell you if you are nutritionally complete. So I'm just going to read down a little bit here. And this, um, uh, you know, vegan says, uh, evening person, but iron and calcium are both available from plant foods. So in this case, the preventative care was having a healthy diet. Yes. Vegan diet is not a healthy diet. <laughs> so you kind of answered your own point there. Vegan diet is not healthy. Um, but again, like, I'm going to actually link an, an article, a, a YouTube a video from Dr. Paul Mason at Low Carb Down Under, uh, where he talks about the logical fallacies of a vegan diet. I'm going to link that in the description. Uh, it's a really good watch. Definitely should check it out. Paul Mason's a good friend of mine, and uh, he is actually really doing great work in the space and he knows his stuff. Um, and then actually this person has replied, uh, Noxarco has replied, did you read the answer of the med student a bit higher in the thread? This is where we get into the nuts and bolts of it. He explained quite well that our body is storing most minerals in some form. This storage is getting slowly depleted over time and normally refilled at the same time. Now, if a person does not have enough intake of some minerals, the stores deplete over time. But until they are too low, the body will use it to keep the blood mineral levels at the right rate meaning that any deficiency in this blood is already a sign that the natural storage is empty 
and the input of the missing mineral was not covering the need. So the blood work not showing a deficiency yet is not a good argument against the supplements, but saying that he eats more than enough lentils or seeds would be. Now, look, I don't think I would agree with that last part because lentils and seeds are bullshit. Um, with these anti-nutrients, if you've seen the last episode, you'll, you'll know all about anti-nutrients with my rant about it with the healthy processed, quote unquote, healthy processed food. But the rest of this is actually perfectly legit. So I'm going to kind of upvote this actually for this person. Um, basically, what they're saying here is actually quite, quite true. That you can't rely on a blood test. That's exactly what I've just said. You can't rely on a blood test to show you that you are nutritionally complete. If you are showing signs of deficiency, you're deficient, obviously by definition, because you're showing signs of deficiency, but you're beyond deficiency. You really, you know, you're having more and more of an issue where it's actually affecting your body. And that you shouldn't be at that point. You know, you shouldn't even be, you know, showing any signs of deficiency whatsoever. But if your blood test is showing you a problem, you actually have more of an issue than you think. And I think that's kind of what this person is trying to actually point out here. And I think they're actually pretty accurate in that. Uh, and then we get a little bit lower down and then um, we start to get some comments from some doctors, actually. So uh, now this is actually the med student, actually. So the one that they were quoting, I'm just going to quote the med student here. So I mean, the doctor is right in that regard. Your levels can be completely normal, but you could still be not eating enough. Vitamin and mineral deficiencies don't show up right away on labs because your body stores some of them. The majority of your iron, for example, in your body is stored as iron. So even though your body levels are normal, the amount stored, brackets meaning not freely floating around in your blood, close brackets, can be low. This is especially seen with fat-soluble vitamins like B12, where deficiencies can take years or even decades to appear because of your body's natural storage. They're pretty accurate in that regard. I'm not saying you can't get calcium or iron from a vegan diet. I mean, you know, it's a hard thing, but brackets, otherwise we'd all be dead. I'm just saying normal lab values do not equate equal eating enough of something. Source, I'm graduating med school in six months, so I know a thing about, to about medicine. Now, I maybe disagree, you know, about nutrition because they don't really teach that in medical school, but I think you're otherwise absolutely sound here for the most part. I would argue that maybe calcium and iron is not the best from a vegan diet, was for the anti-nutrients and so on, but yeah, you can get some, I suppose, but you should be taking supplements. But this is, again, pretty accurate. You know, you can't just see a deficiency straight off. When you're actually seeing a deficiency in the body, there is really a problem. Now, what's quite funny is people then go on to say, you know, essentially excessive iron is bad for you. That is true. Yes. Uh, recommending supplements where there is normal range levels is harmful advice. Uh, and then actually someone then says on a regular diet, 45 milligram supplements of iron, you're usually pretty safe. Look, that's actually pretty true. I don't know a single person that's ever overdosed by taking an iron supplement. That is probably almost impossible to happen. I would argue, please do not go and try do not um, take medications that you don't need. But I would argue that it's probably impossible to overdose on iron from taking iron supplements. Um, I've got patients with hemochromatosis doing a carnivore diet and they, they are not overdosing on iron. It's pretty hard to actually overdose on iron outside of genetic hemochromatosis um, with, with the worst types. Pretty hard to actually overdose on iron. Um, curious, how much did they teach you in medical school about whole food, plant-based eating? And then someone responds, almost nothing, of course. I attended med school 20 years ago, so maybe something has changed. Yeah, probably not. I mean, plant-based eating is bullshit anyway, but yeah, they don't really teach anything about nutrition. Um, I'm just going to scroll a little bit down. I mean, some people were saying, fucking hell, it's dangerous to take iron supplements when you don't have low iron. Again, it's really not. It's not that dangerous. 
uh, it's really not a problem. Um, okay, now we get into the comments from some doctors. So KeyCloud7765, thank you for commenting here. Uh, hematologist here. No, English is not my first language, so excuse the spelling. Your calcium levels are controlled by your hormones as a very strict level, and it's essential for nerve conduction. That is true. It is involved in nerve conduction. Other things as well are potassium and sodium, of course. If you do not get enough calcium, the body will drain your bones to uphold the strict level. Thus, you can, I think he means maybe uphold. I'm not sure offhold is a word. I'll have to look that up. Uh, you can have severe lack of calcium and still completely normal blood tests. That is pretty true. If one decided to take bone measurements and you could actually see reduced calcium content, this would already be some serious damage. That is quite true. Osteoporosis is very greatly increased risk in vegan populations. Measuring iron is more useful. The free iron measurement itself is useless. Uh, that's probably quite... No, I wouldn't say that's actually true, no. Um, as a hematologist, you probably should know a little bit more about what actually free iron means in the body. When you're talking about the iron studies here, you have usually like a free iron and then maybe like a, a transferrin or a saturation, total iron binding capacity or something along those lines, and then a ferritin. Most doctors would use the ferritin as a marker for looking at the iron levels, but this is not a great marker for many people, especially as in acute phase reactant often raised in inflammatory states, given that most people uh, are inflamed. I think latest evidence from the US is about 93% of Americans have one or more signs of metabolic dysfunction. The ferritin is likely to be quite elevated. Artificially, it's not a great, great measure. You really should actually be looking at the whole of the iron stores. And I know other doctors in this space do talk about this. So I'm not alone. You need to look at the whole of the iron stores. So the iron, the ferritin, the transfer, and the total iron binding capacity and the saturation. And they should all be in the right optimal space. Free iron really tells you kind of like what your almost like 24 hour intake is. It's probably slightly more nuanced than that, but that's the general gist of it. If your free iron is okay, your intake is okay for the last 24 or so hours. If your ferritin's down, you have true iron deficiency. If your ferritin's up, you could still have iron deficiency. It's just artificially raised because of maybe inflammation, for example. So this is where things like total iron binding capacity and saturation come in as well. If your saturation's low, you probably actually have iron deficiency. If your total iron binding capacity is high, meaning that there's more space for iron to bind to, you also probably have iron deficiency. So iron, true iron, full iron studies is actually really useful. Uh, a bit more than just the free iron and the ferritin. Um, you can measure ferritin as an acceptable proxy if you are not inflamed. Okay, yes, I've just said that. Great. In which case, it also gets tricky as it increases in reaction to inflammation, as I've just said. You could, of course, wait to see if hemoglobin level decreases in the blood before supplementing. Now, that is terrible advice. Oh my gosh, as a doctor, that is awful advice. Um, should your son have supplements? I don't know, as I don't have the story and tests. Yes, sensible. Uh, don't comment on things you don't know about. Very sensible. It's so sad that you present this as a gotcha, quote unquote, on your doctor, who is not judging you, really only trying to help and could easily be right. And I think this is a very important point that the OP on this thread basically is acting like a bit of a dick, um, thinking they've got one up on their doctor, who they've already admitted they like. So like, why are they being so aggressive and angry in this? At least they're not naming their doctor, I suppose. Um, and, and this is not a gotcha, oh, I've I've tripped the doctor, the doctor's wrong, I've proved them incorrect. No, the doctor's actually being pretty damn sensible, and the OP here is basically being a moron. Uh, response to that part, I'm also a doctor, and I agree wholeheartedly with your last statement. It's also one of the reasons why I don't really engage with vegan and eco communities online, or IRL in, in real life, even though they align with my values the most. Interesting. So whether or not this person's actually vegan, 
They still align with their values, but they still don't engage with vegans. That should probably tell you something. So much woo, which is nonsense, and hate for the medical profession here, and very little willingness to hear facts because they don't fit whatever narrative the latest wellness influencer has managed to sell you. I think that is actually a pretty important point there, that this person who is maybe vegan, maybe vegetarian, or at least plant-based, they're saying they values align, so they're probably in that space. It's basically saying, like, you're an idiot to the OP. Like, stop being so aggressive. Stop being so angry. Actually try and learn something. Ask for advice. Don't be a dick, basically. <laughs> um, and also, a lot of vegans potentially are like that, so they don't engage with them. Um, as for the myth, also propagated in this thread, that doctors receive only one hour or day of nutrition training on nutrition when it's part of literally everything we ever train on. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. I mean, like, I don't know what medical school this person went to. My medical school was a good medical school, but really didn't learn really anything about nutrition. My GP training, my doctor training, really didn't learn anything about nutrition. Everything that I know is self-taught after the fact. So I'm not sure what the medical school they went to. Must have been the best medical school in the world. Uh, nutrition for heart disease, diabetes, IBS, IBD, we literally learn nothing about that in medical school. Allergies, cancer, nutrition, pre-op, post-op, we literally learn nothing about that. Uh, nutrition for people with genetic disorders, we learn nothing about that at all. Nutrition for pregnancy, we learn very little to nothing about that. Eating disorders, we learn very little about that. Obesity, iron deficiency, I mean, I could carry on. We learn little to nothing about nutrition in medical school. Uh, nutrition for people taking a particular type of medication. Yeah, I really don't know what he's talking about there as far as medical school. That's a bit weird. I mean, like maybe someone told him that you can get B12 deficiency on metformin. I mean, oh, I don't really know. I mean, yes, that's a thing, of course. But outside of that, I really don't know what he's talking about as far as medical school. Uh, maybe folic acid for methotrexate. I don't really know. Um, when I was in primary care, like me, a GP, I felt like half my job was talking to patients about nutrition. That is very true. Honestly, I would say 75, if not 95%, if not 100%. Uh, so that part definitely correct. Moving on with the comments. Some vegans are nasty. Yes, I'd probably agree with that. Well, to be fair, some carnivores can be pretty nasty as well. Uh, sorry, carnivores, but it is true. Uh, I'm going to get hate mail in the comment, comments on YouTube now. I'm going to get hate. Uh, but it's true. I mean, like, we don't have to be dogmatic and really, you know, angry at people all the time. You know, vegans and carnivores alike. Um, everyone in the middle as well. So the, moving on, the most anti-socially misfit bunch of right fighters you can ever meet. This person is clearly not a vegan. Um, I have found that these aren't the lifers. The ones who truly believe and live what they believe. It is almost always a new vamp vampire mentality, twilight pun intended. They actually hurt the cause and truly conscious vegans don't like them either. Ha ha ha. They actually might be vegan, I suppose. What they're basically saying is proper vegans are nice and they're pleasant and they know what they're doing and they don't talk shit about people and doctors on reddit and basically all just these new age vegans who are trying to you know trendy bunch of misfits basically as in their words uh are usually the anti-social bunch and they're just really aggressive and angry for no reason um moving on uh zz cabinet says ah, i'm evidence-based and generally pretty laid back and if you're getting scared off about talking about health of vegans or environmentalists that's a shame i find most people are pretty open-minded yeah, I'm not sure where this person's coming from. In my experience, people are not open-minded and they're generally not actually that happy to be told what they're eating is a problem. This goes for 
honestly everyone i'm i'm kind of bagging a little bit on vegans in this in this in this uh, uh, um, uh podcast but i don't really mean to i think this is just a really funny thread that's kind of illustrating a point here that people can be super aggressive and angry about doctors just trying to do their best and you know with a little bit of knowledge can be very dangerous and this op clearly has a bit of knowledge but is actually applying it incorrectly and is actually dangerous and probably causing themselves harm um but i think what this person's saying here is is really quite true um oh, sorry it's not true that people are open-minded and happy to talk about nutrition and diet i actually find it's quite the opposite uh most people are not happy to be told what they're eating is actually causing their problems um it does depend how you go about it and if you just you know they walk through the door and they're like hey doctor i stopped my toe and by the way i'm vegan and you start launching into like you know well you you stubbed your toe because you didn't eat meat and you know whatever like yeah there's going to be a problem um people are willing to talk about it if if you are gentle with it and you give them a reason to talk about it but nobody really likes being told what they're doing is actually bad for them so i'd probably disagree that people are open-minded and like to talk about it um especially vegans really hard to convince vegans that they are eating bad food and causing themselves problems um moving on this person says the answer alone would imply that they recommend supplementation to everyone who has normal values now to be fair that's not a bad thing if you're vegan you're going to have a problem whether you want to admit it or not you probably should be taking iron tablets you probably should be taking calcium tablets you definitely should be taking b12 supplements you should be taking things like creatine carnitine answering taurine all these things that you are lacking generally on a plant-based vegan diet is uh, is really what you should be thinking about uh i mean moving on uh you know people obviously talking about the doctor saying well you know they don't know what my levels are again you know blood levels don't mean that much and basically the thread just goes on and on and on and uh basically you know some people getting really angry other people saying that you know your doctor's right so i'm not going to go into all of these things so this really is wasn't like an anti-vegan you know podcast and i don't want that to be the case and if there's vegans out there for whatever reason listening to this thinking that i'm being really angry and aggressive towards vegans i'm really not what i wanted to do was point out that a little bit of knowledge is a bad thing or a little bit of knowledge is not a bad thing but a little bit of knowledge can be dangerous and that can cause problems if you don't know how to apply it if you are going to follow a plant-based or a vegan diet you really need to know what your issues actually are and just burying your head in the sand putting your fingers in your ears and going la 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 doesn't solve anything blood tests do not tell you if you are healthy or not they can tell you if you are deficient in the extreme case they can tell you if it's affecting your body in some cases they can't even do that magnesium deficiency is a pretty good word although actually no to be fair that's the same if you're deficient in magnesium on a blood test you are genuinely deficient because like one percent is extracellular in the blood when 99% is intracellular in the body that buffers those blood levels so if your blood levels are low you genuinely have magnesium deficiency um iron is relatively similar uh maybe not quite to that degree calcium again things these things generally very very similar if your blood tests are showing you deficient you really actually do have a problem and you really should be taking supplements on a vegetarian vegan or plant-based diet you are at serious risk of malnutrition and you really do need to be sensible about what you're doing taking supplements is a very sensible idea on a plant-based diet the idea that you know basically to go back to the original you know title um fuck ignorant doctors yeah look i mean 
I disagree with that. Ignorant doctors, yes, not ideal, but we shouldn't be getting so angry and aggressive. As they say at the start, this is a rant. You know, why are you ranting? Just learn. Why don't you actually talk to your doctor? Stop being an idiot and actually talk to them. Find out where they're coming from. Maybe they can actually teach you something like the other vegans and doctors, vegan doctors on this thread are basically trying to teach you. Maybe just open your ears and actually listen, open your eyes and read what they're saying. Um, this was not an episode bagging on vegans, but vegan diets do have their problems. Honestly, any diet can become an issue. Um, and carnivore diet isn't that dissimilar, to be perfectly honest. Yes, obviously it's meat versus plants. Of course, that's a big, big difference. But in terms of nutritional deficiencies, carnivore diet, you know, pure meat can also be an issue. Um, I think recently Michaela Peterson, people probably know her from, from the Lion Diet, daughter of Jordan Peterson, um, she was deficient in folate or at least very, very low in her folate levels. I don't know what they were exactly, but she's basically, I think, said that she has to take folate supplements. That is not ideal. It is not great to be deficient in folate. That is a problem. Uh, one of my colleagues from the Sydney Low Carb Specialist, shout out to you guys, uh, Alex, for doing great work down there. Um, you know, put a thread on one of our low carb GP groups, and I saw him post it on one of my other other kind of GP groups, saying, you know, uh, sorry, on the Aussie Carnivores group. Shout out to Aussie Carnivores, you guys are amazing on Facebook, and uh, basically saying, you know, this patient had a folate deficiency, and it caused their homocysteine to go quite high. Now, if you know anything about homocysteine, you know it's a sign that the body's in distress if the homocysteine is raised. It's not happy, and a high homocysteine level is quite strongly associated with an increased risk of heart disease. Therefore, it's likely, or at least very possible, that a folate deficiency increases your risk of heart disease. Now, folate deficiency is actually pretty common on a carnivore diet. I do see it quite a lot. And so carnivore diet is also no exception to having the potential for nutritional deficiencies. Now, I know if Dr. Bart K is, sorry, Professor Bart K, I should say, is watching this video. I'm not sure if he watches my channel or not. Feel free to get in touch if you are, Bart. Um, let me know in the comments if you want to have a chat or get in touch on social media. Um, he's probably going to be saying, oh, you know, but what if it doesn't, you know, you can't just look at folate and is it actually causing a problem and so on. You know, on a carnivore diet, when he was talking about Robert Siwes's uh, latest video or one of, a little while ago about the, the long-term carnivore. Uh, and basically, you know, my argument to that would be, well, actually, yeah, if it's raising homocysteine levels, that actually is showing a deficiency and it is showing you you've got a problem, whether or not you actually feel it or not. So carnivore is no exception. You can become deficient on any diet. You can't rely on blood tests. You do have to go a little bit on how you feel as well. But really, the long and short of it is you need to go and see a doctor who actually knows what they're talking about. And you actually need to think about paying attention to that doctor and actually listening to that doctor if they've got something important to say. Thank you anyway, guys, for watching this episode. If you're in your car listening on the podcast, thank you very much for tuning in. If you've liked this episode, let me know in the comments on YouTube. Uh, have you had any nutritional deficiencies on a carnivore diet? If so, what did you do about it? Are you vegan? You've gone carnivore. You know, let me know in the comments. Get in touch on social media at The Meat Medic across all major platforms. Um, make sure you subscribe to the channel. It really does help out if you share this video around on podcast. Please hit a five-star review on your podcast channel of choice. It really does help out my podcast. And uh, I will see you guys in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs>